welcome back to Can't Let Go, the NBN podcast where we discuss the news stories and the personal stories from the past week or several weeks. It's been uh, the break, spring break recently, that we can just not get out of our heads. I am, as always, your host, Jacob Lazaro, and today, as always, I've got two guests. Um, we've got the returning self-described friend of the pod, Justin Curdo. Here, as always. Here, as always. And um, we have new guest, um, fresh off the start of her reign as my boss, because she is the new editor-in-chief, Mia Mamone, everybody. It's great to be here. So, Justin, as the uh, self-described friend of the pod, uh, do you want to go first with your news story this episode? So, if you are on Twitter, online at all, you keep up with the internet, maybe you've seen that a lot of news orgs have been unionizing lately. As an internet uh, keeper, upper, as, as you say, I, I have noticed that, in fact. Thank also you, definitely have noticed that, yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we stand a union, um... I, I listen to a lot of Bruce Springsteen, so I'm like, yeah, unions are good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the past few days, there's been a lot of talk about some like major online unions that are just going through some shit, mainly being BuzzFeed News announced a union about two months ago now and has been trying to meet with the like top people at BuzzFeed, Jonah and Ben, to talk about recognizing their union. Five minutes into when the meeting was supposed to happen, like, BuzzFeed top leadership was like, yeah, sorry, we can't be there, we're going to have to cancel it. Got even wilder today when Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, tweeted about it and was like, hey, BuzzFeed, this isn't cool. New York is a union city. And people were like, Bill de Blasio, shut up. What about Amazon? Oh my God. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, which was, I, that was a little, I was shook. Anyway, <laughs> Jacob, what's your news story? My news story comes from long-standing standard of podcasting, This American Life. Their most recent episode was under the broad theme of, like, connecting the dots on a conspiracy theory. A specific conspiracy no, theory? No, just, just in general. Like, the like, theme is, like, you have a bunch of dots and you're trying to connect them so, like, how do you do this? So, like, that's, like, the broad theme of the episode. But Act 2 is the one I'm really thinking about because it was about um, this guy in Alabama, as we all know, Doug Jones, Democratic mm-hmm. senator from Alabama. Yeah. Big, like, wow, that happened. A big um, thing. You know, but this guy um, who's kind of profiled in Act 2, he's a Democrat who's been in Alabama for, like, a very long time, and he was very frustrated, you know, obviously, as being a Democrat in Alabama, probably pretty frustrating. Makes sense. He noticed very early the um, Russian influence in the 2016 election online with sort of, you know, manipulation of social media and that sort of thing. But then in 2018, he was, like, surprised to see that Doug Jones was doing so well in Alabama, and he was like, wow, Doug Jones could actually win, and I could have a Democratic senator, which, you know, is a Democrat in Alabama. I would like. So he put together his own little, like, social media influencing operation um, because... He had seen that it had worked so well in the 2016 election, and then he actually got some funding for it from Democratic donors in D.C. And what they did was they basically, um, there's a, Alabama has a bunch of dry counties because of, you know, like, evangelical conservatism. Right, yeah. And Roy really? Moore, yeah. Do we still have dry counties? Oh, yeah, yeah, Alabama has, Alabama has a counties. lot. Can we do a story about dry counties? <laughs> we can't do, yeah, you know, just, I doubt, there's probably a few in Southern They did Illinois. one when I was at KGOU, that's how I know about it. Okay, continue. And Roy Moore, as you guys know, is, like, big you know, stand for the evangelical community in mm-hmm. Alabama, which is mainly Baptist, apparently, and the Baptists are the ones who are, tend to be more supportive of, like, prohibition, dry counties, that sort of thing. Right. And this is, like, yeah. an issue of contention, kind of like, the, the this Democratic 
kind of operative guy in, in Alabama realized this could be used as a wedge <laughs> issue between Republicans in Alabama. So, like, some of the Facebook group names, like, one was Dry Alabama, the other was, like, the Southern Caller, and they were, like, you know, acting like prohibitionist, um, culturally conservative Republicans that, you know, were super, super gung-ho about Roy Moore in the hopes that that could, like, depress turnout among the, the guy in the story calls them business Republicans, like the people who live in the suburbs and just want low taxes and whatever. There's no knowing if this actually had an impact on the election, obviously. The, the main reason this guy um, thought it was a success, his name was Matt Osborne, was that nobody noticed that they had done this. Like, no one found out that they were, like, a fake influence operation. So now he's trying to, like, draw up plans to maybe take this, like, national in 2020. And I was just, like, very shook by the whole episode. I don't like this idea, though. Like, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Anyway. Please tell me it's what I think it um, is. <laughs> John Cena? No. I thought we were oh. going to talk about six facts about Grace and Chance. Oh, that's another good one. That's another good one. <laughs> I don't think that's news, though. Talk about yeah, John Cena. Yeah, that's hard. Right. That's hard. Now I want to um, know. Tell, tell me about John, John Cena. What did he Cena, do? Cena, one of the best memes of recent memory, right? Mm, I would disagree with um, that, well, okay. well, some might say that. I was scrolling the other day. Justin has seen the tweet. <laughs> Justin is laughing. Wait, look, show me that. John Cena's John Cena? mystery woman revealed days after being spotted together during night. Okay, night which, like, yes. John Cena's girlfriend revealed. That's part of the story. The bigger part is John Cena has hair. He oh. has, like, hair. I honestly <laughs> had to stop for a second and, like, and stare and look at it and... You stared at his um, hair. I stared, at, I stared at John Cena's hair. I just thought that was so weird. I don't know. Like, it's just... It's one of those things that, like, you take for granted John Cena being bald having a shaved head and then suddenly he like has this like full not full full but like a you know a good amount of head of hair and it's crazy but anyway i guess more news there is that his secret girlfriend mystery woman is actually a canadian engineer and she's apparently very brilliant um oh. and she works for a motorola solutions tech company so that's yeah. cool I just think the whole situation is very odd. Um, the hair, you know, the interesting pair. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Like I said, not necessarily as detailed or uh, hard-hitting. He's um, hair in this one, too. Yeah, I guess maybe he's probably been, Maybe he's stages. been shaving it for, like, the, the, for the, the, the table throwing. I don't know yeah. what he does. I don't, I don't know what, I don't the, what the... The memeing. The memeing. Shaves his hair for it. Yeah. John So my personal story is like a future story. As many of you know, um, I studied abroad in Hong Kong. It was great. One of the things Hong Kong is known for is Chinese cuisine, including dim sum, which is like, if you've never had it, it's amazing. It's like, I guess the best way to describe it for someone who doesn't know what dim sum is, it's kind of like tapas. Like you order a lot of mm. shareable our, dishes. Our restaurant and is a tapas concept. So <laughs> we do small shareable plates. You usually want to get about two to three each. <laughs> Don't come for Tapas Barcelona like that, Justin. No, no, no. I'm coming for all the restaurants in... It was a huge thing in London at yeah, when we were there. That, yeah. like, all the restaurants are like, we do small shareable plates. We're tapas style, but it's Italian food. It's yeah. tapas style yeah. Indian food. Like, fuck 
off. <laughs> anyway, the point of dim sum is it's it's quote unquote tapas style, but mo- most of like Chinese, traditional Chinese cuisine is shared dishes. Mm-hmm. But dim sum is like it's a lot of um, small things that you share between a group of people. That's one of the main things I miss about Hong Kong. Actually, is really good dim sum. Ever since coming back to the U.S. in January, I've been um, dying to get some dim sum in Chicago because Chicago does have a Chinatown, and then it just never happened because you know people are busy, whatever. Like, how do I propose to a friend group that includes Justin and David and several other people who are vegetarians? Hey, let's go get dim sum where basically everything has meat in it. Not going to go over well, right? Right. Anyway, the point is, um, in our first NBN meeting under Mia's reign at the beginning of the quarter, um, I bumped into Sophia Lowe, who you know has been on the podcast before, and I was I just the thought struck me. I was like. Sophia likes dim sum. We can make this happen. So I was like, hey, I have a, I have a concept. Let's all go get dim sum and like bring in David, who was also on the podcast, who also likes dim sum. And then I was like, that's three people. That's like a decent enough size. I can maybe rope in Justin. This is before I thought about it for more than like two seconds. And she was like, great. And it's happening. We're going on Saturday. It's going to be fantastic. We're still deciding out of time. Mia's joining us. I'm so there's going to be, be four of us there, which is the perfect amount because... If you've ever gotten dim sum, most items come in threes or fours. I've never gotten dim sum, so I will see how it is for the first time. Prepared to be blown away. I'm excited. On that note, Mia, what is your personal story? Yeah. Well, usually nothing interesting happens in my life, so this would have been hard, like in a normal day. But um, recently, I did actually go to London with my Medill class. Shout out Global Three Hundred One. While there, I did a bunch of cool stuff. Um, possibly worthy of talking about on a podcast, but I think the neatest thing for me was I actually got to meet my internet friend of seven years, oh who I became buds with in middle school. This is wild. Um, this is like like a like yeah like a, like a movie story. Yeah. honestly, oh my we God. became friends over like Harry Potter and Doctor Who Instagram fan pages. Um, back when I was really 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 into that, we would make these things like little like edits. So we would like take like screen grabs from like the shows or movies and like edit them so you make, all you make like, your own memes yeah kind of they weren't really memes of any of them become be... famous not nah. mm-hmm. I, I thought we were no. the famous meme no. creator Justin it, they Let weren't down. no the thing is they weren't memes because no. they were supposed to be very creative and like beautiful <laughs> um like they were supposed to be very artsy and like it's kind of hard to explain we would all chat a lot about our lives and we'd be like oh haha like it's so cool you live in England whatever like you know whatever seventh grade American teenage girls say Nina and I, we didn't we didn't talk as much, like, on a regular basis, or, you know, we kind of dropped out of the fandom stuff as we, like, got older and had new interests and got lives, but um, we were, like, we became friends on Facebook, we'd follow each other on Twitter, like, follow each other's Instagrams, Finstas, stuff like that, and then I posted on my Finsta, like, a month ago, um, asking for help with ideas of someone to interview when I was in London, because I had to do that for my class, um, for the Medill 301 class. Nina messaged me on Instagram and was like, oh my god, you're going to be in London? Like, we should totally meet up. I was looking forward to it. It was kind of, was kind of, uh, well, we did go to Nando's, so, you know, did, there you did go. Did they serve a small plate um, tapas concept? No, I ordered it. Do you not know what Nando's is? Oh, I know what Nando's is, bitch. It's <laughs> huge in Australia. It's one of the, they have it in D.C. I was like, I'm, I'm not getting Quote, into this right now. I know now. what Nando's is, bitch. I fucking love Nando's. Um, amazing. But anyway, yeah, so our hotel just happened to be really close to Nina's school, and so she met me outside the hotel, and we, we met up, and it was, like, really surreal, like, seeing her in person. It was really strange, but yeah, we... We walked, and I was like, I, you know, where do you recommend to eat? And she was like, have you had Nando's yet? And I was like, no. And she was like, it's, she was like, it's kind of a meme, but, like, you really do have to go there. So good. It was, like, very surreal, but it was super neat. All right, so I'm going to go with this personal story, because I had, like, five floating around. We're not going to talk about my spring break, although I went to a commune, and it was fun. 
We're going to talk about how, for the past, like, two weeks or so, I don't know why, but I have just been stuck in this rut of, like, a basic gay pop music phase, and it's been fun, but I feel like it's, I'm like, this is so reductive, and just, like, I just need to listen to rock music again, but, like, I have no motivation to listen to rock music again, so I have just been spending the past two weeks, like, it started with, like, getting really, really into Sky Ferreira, because I had, like, never listened to Sky Ferreira, and then she turned into, like, one of my favorite singers. And then we we went to Tennessee to go to the commune, and a lot of people on our playlist put things like Carly Rae Jepsen, Charlie XCX, like, we were listening to, like, I Didn't Just Come Here to Dance was a song that got played a lot, and so I was like, I want to revisit Emotion, and re-listening to Emotion, and then Carly Rae is like, I have a new album coming out, and I'm like, okay gotta listen to more Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. It's just spring vibes. We all have our, like, you know, quote-unquote guilty pleasures, but even then, is any music really a guilty pleasure? That's, not, not, even, that's yeah. not even my guilty pleasure music. Like, my guilty yeah, exactly. pleasure song lately has been Hold On by Wilson Phillips, the song from the end of Bridesmaids. I haven't seen Bridesmaids. <gasps> I'm a bad entertainment writer. Can I play a clip of this song? You'll know it. Yeah. You'll yeah. know it. Okay. I've also, I have been listening to some, like, elevated, if you will, <laughs> stuff. Do you know Let's Eat Grandma? Some high art. I, yeah, I've heard of I've Yeah, heard of yeah. You're, you're gonna know it in a second, I promise. Mia's uh, nodding. Now Justin's dancing. If you've never seen Justin dance, I'll have you know he's very long. Go your long. He's very long person. We do very long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like takes a lot of space. That's a fun descriptor. It's gonna wrap things up for this week. Thank you, Justin. This and all other MBM podcasts can be found on the iTunes and Google Play Store and in Spotify. Go subscribe, etc., etc. Um, our show's theme is Little Lily Swing by Tritachion, which we use under a uh, wonderful Creative Commons attribution license. I am Jacob Lazaro, the eternal host, because it is my podcast of this podcast. I'm Justin Curdo, the eternal guest. And friend of the pod. I'm Mia Mamone, first timer on the pod. Hopefully we'll return. Yeah. Eternal editor-in-chief. This- Not eternal. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ed Audio. I'm a good geography person, too. You're so East Coast, I hate it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, gee, the coastal elites jetting over <laughs> the, the <Yeah>. flyover states. <laughs> well, get fucked, Jacob. <laughs>